From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, March 24th. I'm Sarah Reith. PG&E will not replace the transformer at the Potter Valley Powerhouse, according to yesterday's filing with the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. That means the Potter Valley Hydropower Project will not generate electricity while PG&E is in the process of surrendering the project. The project has not created power since last summer, when the transformer failed. And members of the Laytonville Municipal Advisory Council had the opportunity to review a different kind of alternative energy project at this week's meeting. A San Francisco-based company is proposing to build a 29-acre solar farm just three miles south of Laytonville. The application has been submitted to the Planning and Building Department and will probably come before the Planning Commission this summer. Yesterday's meeting of the Planning Commission was canceled due to a lack of a quorum and concerns about noticing requirements. But an item about a proposed cannabis prohibition zone in Redwood Valley drew a barrage of letters and an accusation of racism. That item has not been rescheduled yet, but is likely to be heard next month. PG&E's announcement that it will not replace the transformer, estimated to be a 5 to $10 million repair, follows last week's news that the company will also not close the spillway gates on top of Scott Dam for the foreseeable future, due to seismic concerns. That decision will lower the levels of Lake Pillsbury by about 20,000 feet, greatly reducing the flow of Eel River water into the east branch of the Russian River. Janet Polly of the Potter Valley Irrigation District said the latest decision was not very surprising and that Russian River water users need to be moving quickly towards acquisition of the diversion, the tunnel that reroutes water from the Eel River into the Russian River. Alicia Heyman, executive director of Friends of the Eel River, staked her position on a continued diversion. We will not fight continued diversion, provided that it doesn't harm Eel River fish. Um, so if that is the option that they choose, go for it. But um, yeah, if, if I were someone um, who was really relying on that water source, I would be thinking about wanting to um, secure the future water supply um, quite quickly. Elizabeth Salamone, district manager for the Russian River Flood Control and Water Conservation Improvement District, said she thought it was pretty clear that PG&E is moving in the direction of removing Scott Dam. She thinks it's time for Russian River water users to start being proactive by looking to water storage measures like restoring floodplains and the groundwater table. I think people really need to, I know, people need to really start paying attention because there isn't any, there isn't any magic wand that we're going to be able to wave to fix this. I mean, truly, it, it really, we need everybody to pay attention and support diversifying our water reliance and increasing our ability to store water when it comes. The Inland Water and Power Commission and Russian River Flood Control held a joint meeting last night to appoint members to a Russian River Water Forum planning committee, representing water suppliers, the county, agriculture, and the Resource Conservation District. Meanwhile, in the North County, a company called Renewable Properties LLC out of San Francisco has proposed a 29-acre solar farm three miles south of Laytonville. In its application, the company wrote that the project will generate 5 megawatts of clean, reliable solar energy and will include an on-site system to store an additional 20 megawatts. The project will connect to PG&E's on-site electrical distribution system. The power from the proposed facility will be sold directly to PG&E. The county's largest solar power facility to date is a 10-acre solar farm off Center Valley Road in Willits, permitted in 2017. Projects that require major use permits are supposed to be sent to several state, tribal, and local agencies for their review so their comments can be incorporated into the planning department's analysis. One of the agencies that reviewed the solar farm plan was the Laytonville Municipal Advisory Council, which met this week. Laytonville resident Joseph Fagan was at that meeting and spoke with us about his concerns yesterday afternoon. 
if you enter Long Valley from the south to the right, um, just after you, you know, come off the grade, uh, Shamrock Ranch is the southernmost border of this proposed 29-acre uh, solar farm. It's a huge open meadow. It certainly gets a lot of sun exposure. Uh, the elk enjoy it. There's one or two herds that live out there. You know, a lot of wildlife. And for the most part, anybody traveling on the highway, you know, the first eye, eyeful they get of Long Valley is this, this big open meadow, um, which would be, uh, if this project moves forward, a solar farm. You know, we just got this new IPCC report saying that we're in big trouble for our, our carbon emissions. And this looks like an environmental answer to it, but it sounds like you are a little bit hesitant to to view it as a, a complete environmental solution. I think there's questions, you know, there's certainly questions on environmental impact, on wildlife impact uh, in general, uh, you know, on pretty strong advocate for alternative energy sources. We're running out of oil. Um, this isn't necessarily an environment for wind. We don't want nukes up here. Um, this is earthquake country. And solar is good. It's viable. And, you know, it, it definitely provides us with some coverage and uh, for the future. However, you know, at the face of this project, it seems to be a private party setting up a farm just to supply power to PG&E. You know, if there were power generated here locally, distributed here locally, yeah, we could probably send off a lot of kilowatts somewhere else, but to build a project for PG&E without any local benefit just doesn't, you know, sit right with me. Steven Schweitzer, the county planner who's working on the project, says the California Department of Fish and Wildlife provided comments that he believes capture the concerns about elk and other wildlife, and he thinks the project is moving in the right direction environmentally. The planning department is currently going through comments to craft conditions of approval for the proposal before bringing it in front of the planning commission this summer. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.